Welcome back to week 15 of the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our spread pick show where we go through and give you our five favorite picks, including our locks of the week. We're coming off, uh, I would say, like a 50-50 week. It's like it's really strong. And then we had, week. yeah, Alex, great week. I had Alex had the best week. I had a pretty solid week, but oh man, Corey, Corey and Nick, and Nick. that was your guys' both worst weeks this year in the same week. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, yeah, you know, it's especially tough. People are probably wondering why I wasn't on the podcast last week. I had to uh, pawn off my computer and and my <laughs> microphone in order to, uh, you know, win it all back last week. And here we are, <laughs> went 0 for 5. Um, 1 for 6. <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully Sansa brings me uh, a couple good picks here this week. That's what I get for, you know, to my own horn last week and asking if you guys were going to catch me. That's what I get. Yeah. That's exactly what I get. And then you also, you were were the mouse that took the Vikings first line. Took the cheese, dude. You took the cheese. I did. So let's see if you're going to take the cheese this week on any uh, games. Um, It was a humbling week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, We'll start out Thursday night football. Uh, tonight I think uh, we're gonna upload this tonight, so the game will probably be over by then. But we'll start with you, Nick. Looks like you got a pick in this game. Uh, 49ers going to Seahawks spreads three and a half. What do you got? Yeah, I mean I'm due for a good pick here. So my rationale, as in typical fashion, I'm gonna you know prop up the opposite side here. Hats off to Shanahan, who's just he's fielded maybe one of the best defenses. I've seen in a long time. I mean, they are relentless. We've seen them shut down the best of the offenses in the NFL, Dolphins, you name it. So um, it's a little scary <laughs> to bet against that. But I believe in Geno Smith Here and we DK go. Metcalf, who is my favorite receiver of all time since Randy Moss. Wow. Um, I love his size, athletic really? ability. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Justin Jefferson can be in the conversation too, but – DK is definitely one of my favorite players to watch. Kind of reminds me of Megatron. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Seahawks plus three and a half. Um, I think they're going to get it done through the air. Big Tyler Lockett and DK game. Um, Not too high on an injured Kenneth Walker, but – I don't know. I, I think the Seahawks have a pretty great record. I think it was like 12 and one home against Seattle uh, in the past, like 12 meetings. So, um, you know, PB is going to yell at me and say regression to the mean here, but uh, I'm going to go with, with uh, Pete Carroll having uh, Shanahan's number. So a little prime time game. Let's go Hawks. No, I, I, my lock of the week is the Seahawks plus three nice. and a half. Yeah. And, you know, I'll sprinkle it in on the money line because I actually do think they'll win this game, but I will just take three and a half here. 49ers have Brock Purdy now as their quarterback. You know, he's come in, filled in for Jimmy G nicely. Like, don't really need the strongest quarterback to run that Shanahan offense. But on a short week going into Seattle, um, who has who has kind of shocked everyone? Gino's shocked everyone. He and he's coming off of a down week. So you got Purdy beating Tom Brady, coming off of that big week, short week, going into Seattle. Really bad spot for the 49ers here. Um, 
they do and, and they do allow a lot of production through the air to receivers. Um, I think Lockett in particular is going to have a great game here in the slot. That's where the 49ers are the weakest. And uh, I think the Seattle Seahawks come out with a win. Yeah, I'm a little, I mean, that's kind of why the Brock Purdy note you made there is why I was leaning towards the Seahawks. He's beat up a short week, you know, yeah. it's just kind of a let no Debo. No. Yeah. No, oh yeah. I didn't even mention that. No Debo. However, you know, the, the, the 49ers, is- like if you were to tell me, like if this is on a neutral field, normal week to week, Purdy still a quarterback, I would take the 49ers like on, but yeah. this is just a bad spot. I think for the Niners. Like if you watch that game, he was th- that one touchdown to a was like two yards behind him. If yeah. That cornerbacks like anywhere where he should be. That's like an interception. So they I think get like rocked on that throw too, though. Yeah. But I think like he, you know, like people are like, he, he's done pretty well, but like he's, I don't it's know. a tough environment. I mean, first road start in Seattle yes. in a divisional game where basically the Seahawks are like, it's a playoff game for the Seahawks, essentially. Yeah. They lose this, they lose yeah. the division and probably their chance at the playoffs. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Love the Seahawks in this spot. All right, next game we got the we got the Saturday slate this week, um, which we will also be breaking down DFS wise. Um, but we'll start here. We got the Ravens going to play the Browns. Alex, you're the only one with a pick in this game. Spreads two and a half in favor of the Browns. What do you got? My lock of the week: Ravens Browns under thirty eight and a half. Give me the gross games. Give me the the low totals and the under again. Uh, no Lamar, no Kenny Pickett. Probably a hobbled Tyler Huntley. Um, Pickett. Pickett. Is Pickett, Pickett playing? No. Pickett this is the Browns. Browns. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Reverse, reverse, right? reverse, reverse, reverse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my lock of the week is... Ravens Browns under 38 and a half. <laughs> no Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson definitely hasn't found his groove yet. Um, 400 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions in those two games he started. Uh, hasn't looked great. A lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers. Ravens defense is, is keeping them in games. Um, and with Tyler Huntley on the ball, I don't, I don't see a ton of points coming from either side here. I think that the Browns who have had a little bit of trouble in the run game are just going to stack the box because they're not going to have to worry about a ton of threats on the outside from the Ravens. Uh, Most of their receiving production is done with Mark Andrews over the middle. So Ravens Browns under, and also I believe the forecast is called for a pretty windy day. So I know it's a low total, but, uh, Took a low total in the Ravens Broncos a couple of weeks ago, and that they scored about 15 points that game. So I'm gonna do it again here. Ravens Browns under 38 and a half. Yeah, right. Wendy Day Windy. takes out uh, Justin Tucker, who's the Ravens' best offense right now. So legit, I like that pick. Yeah, if we do got, it looks like there's each, it could be a really windy game there. Which Teddy Pickett, I'm such always, an idiot. <laughs> You're not wrong, just wrong uh, game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they played, right. like, okay, Ravens-Steelers was last week, though, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, like, totally yeah, losing that, my mind? Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> 
All, All right, right. Moving on. Next, we got the Dolphins going to play the Bills. I think the spread's now at minus seven, I think, uh, with the snow that's expected to come. You know, it started out, I think, at minus nine. But anytime you have, like, a really big weather game with the snow, that those spreads become a little bit tighter. So we'll go to Nick here. It looks like uh, you're, yep. you're doing a little teaser action with an earlier game. Yeah, I've learned from the best on this show. This is really the first year that I'm betting teasers. So hats off to you guys finding a little bit of success there and, and uh, showing me that betting avenue. Going with uh, an interesting strategy on this one, going to go Dolphins tease it up. We typically like to go through the three and seven numbers here, but I think given the conditions for this game, having uh, 13 points on the side of the Dolphins who we saw beat the bills earlier in the year seems like a really safe pick to me. I don't think the bills are, you know, necessarily in a good groove. Like we saw at the beginning of the year, we saw ever since Josh Allen's elbow injury, like they've definitely slowed down, committed more to the run game and and kind of a split backfield there. And I love James cook. I think he's a great rookie and he's provided some value for that offense, but it's not the same as your Josh Allen 400 yard games. So Taking a few extra points here with that, and I'm also throwing in a teaser with the uh, Seahawks, who was my previous pick here. And uh, I also don't think that <clears throat> Brock Purdy has the firepower to, uh, you know, cover nine and a half points. That's kind of ridiculous in a primetime game on a Thursday. So I'm actually going to bet uh, five units on this one for me is, uh, you know, kind of going all in. So wow. five units only. <laughs> Five units from Nick. That means $25 if you don't know. <laughs> no, no unit shaming here, huh? There's absolutely no, no unit, unit shaming. We're all different levels here. <laughs> absolutely. Putting a grand on it. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I've got a pick in this one too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't know if you had. Okay, yeah, it looks like you got a pick here too. Yeah, yep. Doing it again. Giving me another under here. It's 43 and a half. Um, did you guys see this? The Dolphins used heaters on the sideline of their game in LA when it was like mm. 50 or 55 degrees. Yeah. Wow. So that couple that with possible snow in Buffalo with those candy ass uniforms. <laughs> I do not see the Dolphins scoring a ton of points here. They just, they don't, they don't fit in cold weather. They just don't. And, um, Teams have definitely been adjusting to Tua. They've been covering the middle quite a bit more for those crossing routes and those slants that um, Tyreek and Waddle just destroy teams on earlier in the year. So he's been having to throw outside a lot more. He's been struggling with that a little bit more. Um, you saw that in the Chargers game. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three for 21 going to halftime. <laughs> not, not good. Not you know, good. Was that, the game the Armstead, was that the game Armstead was out? I th- it might've been. It is last week. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I getting think, him back is going to help. Is he back? If, I don't know if he's going to be back. Uh, well, I'm not sure either. But regardless. either way, with the weather and these two teams, the Bills have gone, I'm pretty sure it's 10 and three to the under this season as well. Um, you know, their defense is locking up their offense. Obviously we know what they got, but they've been kind of slowing down a little and, and not 
pushing it and you're not seeing these like 70 yard bombs from Josh Allen quite as much. I think they're, they're holding back some plays for the playoffs. Um, so yeah, in another snowy Buffalo Saturday, give me the under 43 and a half. Yeah. I'm going to look at players total on yards and I'm going to start taking unders and parlay that. Yeah. If, especially if the weather is supposed to be bad as it is. Yeah. If One thing like- to keep an eye on too, is like leading into this game. This is obviously the night game. So we probably have what a seven o'clock central start. Um, if there is a bunch of snow that day, keep an eye on the total getting completely like jammed way, 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 way down. And then right before the game starts hop potentially on the over, if it mm-hmm. gets to a point total that you like um, a lot of times you see the market overreact and take that all the way down just entirely too much um but right now at 43 and a half i'm still comfortable taking that all right like it like it like it moving on to the sunday games uh we got the saints as i got got a pick in this game you know they were they were on by so after uh, a brutal loss to the bucks but i did take uh the spread there you know that that was a given. They covered against the Bucks. Now they get the Falcons, who are starting Desmond Ritter in his first career start in this stadium. This is going to be an ugly, ugly game for the Falcons. This week, it's not confirmed yet, but I do believe Lattimore could be finally returning. Um, even, you know, he 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 didn't even play against the Bucks, and obviously you saw the defense can still give teams trouble. And uh, Ritter in the preseason was one of the most turnover had the most turnover worthy like plays of all the quarterbacks in the preseason. Um, the Saints defense, I love actually. So you get minus four, sprinkle some on Saints defensive touchdown because I do think the Saints score a defensive touchdown in this game. Uh. Love the Saints minus four here at home coming off of a bye uh, in Ritter's first start. Do you think are you rolling out at QB? Sorry, we're sorry. going back to no, – so, not. yeah, this isn't a play – like, I still hate Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton mm-hmm. at this point I still would say is better than Desmond Ritter. And this isn't a uh, Dalton play. This is a Saints defense against Desmond Ritter play. Do you think the Falcons take that much of a step backward with Ritter instead of Mariota? They probably throw the ball more. They're going to try to, yeah, they'll throw, they'll try to throw the ball more down. Like Ritter has a much better arm than Mariota. And so, you know, they might, but they just like all they have is London. And if Lattimore's back, I mean, who they're throwing to all of Meaty, Zach and I forget the other guy. It's like nobody. They have legit nobody. Yeah. I guess their only saving grace is, and something we should all recognize is, that Cincinnati football team from last year had a lot of great talent. Desmond Ritter led that team to obviously pretty far in the college playoffs. Playoff. So yeah. the guy's a winner. Uh, you know, you know he's gonna give it his all out there. This is the but, NFL. Uh, you know, a lot of people just kind of count out this. You know, small town Cincy team we got a lot of great players in the NFL because of that team. So yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. sure Desmond Ritter. 
could evolve into a good quarterback, whatever. I don't think so. I don't think he'll be any yeah. ever good in the NFL, but this is his first career start. He's going to get schwacked by the Saints defense here. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> How many times have you yeah. said that there's going to be a defensive touchdown? Has that hit yet? I feel like you, you mentioned No, it. no. I, I've mentioned it one other time, and it did not hit. And it and it, it, it's like plus 500 usually or something like that. And he's yeah, getting one out of – needs to hit one out of every four times to be profitable five times to break even like this is the game to take it against the Desmond Ritter in his first start. Okay. Okay. So next we got the lions going to play the jets. You know, the lions aren't out of the playoffs just yet. They're, they're on a massive winning streak here. Uh, The jets they're playing for a playoff spot here. You know, it's going to come down to like them or the chargers really for that last them, the chargers of the Patriots for that last uh, spot in the AFC. And uh, it looks like the jets are favored by a point here uh, in this game at home. Yeah. Uh, looks like Corey haven't heard from you yet. No, Maybe. yeah, no, I've been, uh, been kind of quiet over here. Um, yeah. So start talking here. Oh, I'm going to start talking. Um, yeah, my favorite thing to do is attack the Jets, um, especially in low totals like this. Um, Mike White is the quarterback, and he was taken to the hospital after the game last Sunday. Um, he got kind of, launchered. Oh, yeah. He was, oh, my God. The Holy. definition of lawn chair was oh. Mike. Put a, just put a pic, his picture next to that. Um so How did that and, not get a uh, roughing the passer? I was, was like a, all the hits this year. It was a perfect tackle. Yeah, I know. Literally like, perfect tackle. Literally what they right, teach. But like do. compared to like yeah, like the even uh, yeah, the one that Herbert got on Sunday night yeah. where the guy like NFL's got to clean that up. Gave him a little like forehead bump. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not good over there in uh in the uh, the Big Apple with the uh, the Jets. They just they keep falling. You know, they keep games close, but especially in a game like this where, you know, the spread's not more than three points. It's one. Um, I lean the lines here, um, but I'm actually going to take the under. Um, I'm going to take the under of, what is it? The 42 or 44 and a half. Yep. Um, I think Jared Goff comes a little bit down to earth here. Um, and I don't think Mike White, it, well, first of all, he's not even fully healthy. Second of all, if he, if he gets hurt in uh you know, has to come out of the game. Zach is elevated. So, I mean, he's a terrible quarterback too. So I like the under here, 44 and a half. Um, you know, I hope the Lions probably win because uh, I don't think the Jets are a good team and I don't think they should be in the playoffs. It'll, it'll just take away from us viewers. If our teams aren't in there, the, the Jets are taking that last playoff spot. So give me the Lions here, or sorry, give me the under 44 and a half. I lean lines to win this game. I like that. Well, golf always struggles too outdoors. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly. a good thing that you took the under instead of the Lions there because your losing streak might have continued. But I'm on the Jets minus one in this spot. Plus one. There's no that they're plus. They're yep. not plus. What? Yeah. Yep. At home. I mean, you can take a minus one if you want to get a little more. <laughs> well, then just take the money line. If they're actually yeah. plus odds, just take the money line. It's like Last minus checked, 118 is... money or minus or plus one and then like minus 110 money line. So like if you're betting oh, on draft units. Moved to minus one and a half already. To the Jets? Yeah. Hmm. 
uh, yeah. So maybe there was some line movement. Either way, Jets. I mean, it's close enough to where you could just take the money line and just say Jets win. So I'm like Goff. Oh, you're right. Can, it has flipped. Goff can excel against bad defenses. Like they have a very good offense. Um, but we've seen him like when he gets pressured, he completely crumbles. And the Jets can generate pressure. I know they have a good lines have a good offensive line, but the Jets. Their offense, like, you know, it's not very good. It's below average. But that defense, I mean, it is it is so, so, so good. And the Jets are are this is a big, big game for them. And I think they come out. I necessarily I don't necessarily have a tough schedule the rest of the year. I do think the Chargers end up taking that last spot and getting in over the Jets. But this is a game where I do think the Jets, you know, keep that playoff hope alive here and uh i'm on the jets here i like it i think elijah moore is getting getting more involved and uh i think you see what Corey davis playing Uh, i don't know he might be out he might be out so quinn williams might be out too yeah yeah i just just think that i think i think the jets are the player jets 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 i think i mean if you if you um, if you abide by the uh, buy low, sell high NFL betting method, which a lot of people do, this is probably the highest the Lions will be <laughs> the yeah, entire season. Probably true so, as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it whatsoever. The Jets, like everyone, is going to love to take the Lions after beating the, I would Vikings. say, a little bit fraudulent Vikings. Yeah, um, definitely, and so. The Jets are just a very solid team overall. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we got the Eagles going to play the Bears. Nine-point spread. Alex, what do you got? Well, I just want to say that uh, this pick is sponsored by Toro Coffee. Uh, Chicago Blend Bear Down. Um, if uh, That's some good coffee. If you, if you enjoy coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, like most of us are, the only way to go is Toro. So that's right. Brewed, you know, roasted to order. Can't beat it. Freshest fresh. coffee out there. It's fresh. It's tasty. Try yourself some. Um, yeah. I, I wish the the bear down brew pick was a side of the bears, <laughs> but it's not gonna be. Um, I'm actually I'm gonna take the under here, another under, uh 48 and a half. Um NFL games with spreads of larger than nine have a very high tendency to go to the under for one of two reasons. Either the team that's getting points is keeping it close in a low scoring game, or the team that is laying points is putting on a shellacking and they park the bus and pump the brakes in the second half. Um, We've seen the Eagles do that to a fair amount of teams this year put up 30 in the first half and then park the bus in the second. Um, Justin Fields just got back to practice for the first time this week today on Thursday. Um, Chase Claypool has not practiced all week. Mm. Obviously Darnell Mooney is out for the season. Mm. The Eagles have shored up their defensive line, which is pretty much the one place that the bears could have attacked them on offense. Um, I still think Justin Fields anytime touchdown is a bet to take every single week. 
you will end the season with plus units. Um, but in this instance at 48 and a half, I know the Eagles can easily lay a 30 spot on this horrendous Bears defense, but I don't see the total getting there. So I'm going to take another under. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> that could be a big blowout too, especially because uh, I think one of you sent it in uh, our group chat, but the cornerbacks for the Bears average over 100 passer ratings for opposing QBs. And then you throw someone on an MVP run with AJ Brown and Devonta. Slim Shady. Whew. Yeah. That's not a good matchup. <laughs> no, no, so, it's not, no, it's not. So Alex kind of just laid it out for me. Um, I'm going to be taking the Eagles minus nine here. It's big spread. Kind of gotten burned last couple of times, but yeah, with those corners, like the Eagles can win any way possible. Like, on like the, the Cowboys all over again, like that spread. Remember, I didn't take that spread. No, they covered against the Bears. They like just they. I'm saying it's a very similar environment. Okay. Well, thank you for your input there. I don't really know what it meant, but um, <laughs> Philly's not, eight, he's just Philly's it's eight, four, he's, eight four. He's trying to sneak in that the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. No, yeah, I'm saying yeah, it's a similar are. game environment in that the the Eagles have a very good defense. The Cowboys had a very good defense, and they 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 can crush. The can Bears. I make my pick? Yes, go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Philly, last 12 games, eight and four ATS. Chicago, last six, one and five ATS. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, I think there's way too much firepower. Honestly, if Justin Fields is not fully healthy, do not play him in the in the in the rest of the season or in this game. Like let the yeah. dude like get healthy. Like that's that's honestly that's your future right there. I mean, if I was Bears fan, I mean it's already chalk. Just play for We've- Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're fine. What were you say? I was going to say, like, we've seen everything we need to see yeah. at this point, and now we need to lose more games than the Denver Broncos lose. Like, that yeah. is the only – I've yep. seen enough out of Justin Fields to feel comfortable saying he's the guy going forward. Let's get the number two pick. Let's trade it back for a team that needs a quarterback. And let's build around them. Exactly. That's all you need to do. So this is, so it's not like, you know, I, I usually don't like picking against, you know, co-host teams unless it's the Saints, but um, <laughs> here it's, here it's. And why didn't you pick time. against the Saints, Corey? It's nothing Desmond personal, Corey. Playing. Yeah. So okay. um, at least you're yeah. on the side then. All right. Go. Ahead. All right. Next we got, no, I was saying, I like your pick. I like the Eagles minus nine. That's what oh, I was okay. trying to say that whole time, Corey. Well, nope. Let me finish anyway. and then add that on to the end. Okay. We got the Cowboys going to play the Jaguars. Four and a half point favorites. Uh, looks like Alex and Corey again. Or no, Nick all picked. three of you guys. Let's start with Nick. Nick, you go. All right. <clears throat> I'm sure we're all on the same side here, but uh, this one's simple. We're going to save a horse and ride the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, they had a little wake up last week against the Texans. Um, but, you know, let's not forget who they are against the Jags. If you go back and look, I know PB is all over t- Trevor Lawrence this year. But anytime the guy plays a good defense, he can't get it done. So we know the Cowboys have one of the best defenses in the league. I expect another letdown spot. Um, simple as that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to overthink this one. Uh, Alex? 
Uh, I like the over here. Uh, first over that I, I saw on the board. I think this game has shootout potential. Um, Cowboys defense has a couple of injuries, key injuries uh, to keep an eye on for this. But, you know, I, I'm i still not sold on Trevor Lawrence, but he has played well these last couple of weeks. And while the Cowboys defense, you're, Nick, you're right, is very, very good. Um, we also have seen them be able to put up points in bunches. So I think the game script is going to go that the the Jags are going to have to throw the ball a bunch to keep up, to keep pace. And I see this game being the shootout of the week. So I'm going to take the over here. I like it. Um, yeah, I am taking the Cowboys here. Um, probably the first time I've been on the Cowboys all year. Uh, minus four and a half. The Jags are not a good team. I, I don't care. I don't care what they did to the Titans. The Titans suck. That's we've all been saying it all year. The Titans are not a good team. Jaguars are not a good team. And they're just going to get Rick rolled over here in Duval in clown town. Um, and, you know, like I said, the Jaguars next year will probably be a much better team. It's just, they ain't there yet. You know, the Cowboys are getting healthier. You know, the Jaguars on the other hand, I mean, they're not, not healthy, but I just the talent wise is the the gap there is too big. Uh, Jacksonville six and fourteen ATS in the last twenty. Dallas in the last twelve eight and four ATS. Um, and this is going to be the first um, of my Colts to make the playoffs parlay. Um, I am taking the Cowboys also as the first leg of this money line. So I'll get to the other two here in a second, but um, that's the first leg of that. You know, I love a good parlay. I'm excited for the rest of that, Corey. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, next, we got the Titans going to play the Chargers. Three-point favorites are the Chargers. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. I, I'm all over Justin Herbert in this spot. Like, this is the best matchup I think he's had all season long when all of his weapons are healthy. He's going to have his best game of the year in this spot. You know, one of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, you get throw Gerald Everett in there, but one of Keenan Allen or Mike Williams is going to have a massive game. Uh, they match up extremely well against the Titans, just in how they like to throw the ball, and the Titans are just, I mean, they're so, so bad against the pass. I do think this could set up for a little bit of a shootout just because, I guess, the Chargers – you know, the run defense, the pace. Well, their run defense isn't the greatest. And obviously Derrick Henry, yep. he's coming off of some down games. He, he was crazy last week. <clears throat> what was it against the, the Jaguars? Hundred and something yards and a touchdown at half. And like, didn't I don't think he got like a yard in the second half. It was absolutely wild. Insane. And then like, game scripted it out. Yeah. Did yeah. You but see I mean, a yard, get, like, a yard. Did you see him get rocked. Two. Oh yeah, by uh, Josh Allen on that fumble. Oh my Josh god! Allen. Yeah, he just got wrecked. Ab- like you don't see Derrick Henry getting hit like that ever. That was yeah. He got truck staked by him. Yeah, he did. Um, but he, I, I do think like this is a perfect game when we do our DFS like Hart Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, run it back with Derrick Henry, something like that. But I do think ultimately the Chargers get the job done here and uh, cover this three point spread. I really um, hope the Chargers make the playoffs, man. I yeah, really they're, do. they're the more entertaining team over the Jets for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. Or the Patriots. And, yeah. When they're healthy, man, that is a team no one wants to face, as they say. No, like the Chargers are the last team any of these top Chiefs Bills want to yeah. face as the up. top seed. Yep. Um, all right, Nick, what do you got here? Yeah, same side. I mean, it's pretty amazing that all week, the only thing I've heard on sports talk radio all over ESPN is this debate that Justin Herbert would be the number one quarterback drafted in like a fantasy draft. Like, I mean, maybe a little extreme cause he had a breakout week, but, um, it's pretty great. I mean, you mentioned the good receivers, but Josh Palmer even is, it was a sufficient number one and he's their third receiver wow. going up against the Titans who just, can't cover so you know i think he's going to have another air raid style game and just completely destroy him so i like the chargers they got some good defensive players like joey bosa and cleo mack that i think can make some noise when once they're healthy and stuff but for now i think that offense is all they need and Corey to wrap. Us yep, up this on. is uh, this is my lock of the week. I am taking the Chargers here minus the uh, three and a half, uh, or just three, three, just three. Sorry. Um. Yeah. The uh, the spread or sorry the uh, trends do favor you know the Tennessee Giants eight and three in the last eleven ATS. You know they they keep games close, but they are two nine and one ATS in the last twelve against the Chargers. 0-6 ATS in the last six when playing on the road in LA. Um, Chargers are getting healthy. Uh, you saw what happens to that Chargers offense when they actually have outside weapons and they're not throwing to Palmer, Carter, uh, who's the, there's another random guy in there as well. I mean, Michael it's, Bandy. Michael Bandy. There you go. I mean, Randy Bo Bandy. It's crazy. Yeah, Randy and, Bo Bandy. That's, that's crazy. the Chargers are throwing to. So they, they are getting healthy at the right time. Other teams are not getting, you know, other teams are dropping like flies. Your players are getting hurt. Traylon Burks won't be back either. Is that confirmed? Because I saw he's still kind of questionable here. But I'm pretty sure he's, uh, out. he's out. Yeah. So at lock of the week, Chargers minus three and a half. You know, a couple units on this. I you saw what the Jag a bad Jaguars team did to this Titans defense. They get just obliterated through the air. It's it's not. It's it'll be a fun DFS um, game to play for sure. Um, and this is the second piece of my Colts to make the playoff parlay um, <laughs> chargers money line. Um, and since we didn't really get to talk about it, I will also add the Colts onto that money line as well uh, for the Colts to make the playoffs. They got one out and they need the Titans and Jaguars to keep losing. So that is plus five, five, six for the Cowboys chargers Colts money line 25 to win 140 for all my Colts fans. Pretty good. All right, next we got the Bengals going to play. The right. red hot Bengals going to play. Did I just lose you guys? No, we can hear you. I can't hear. Oh, well, plug something in. Uh, all right, we got the red hot Bengals going to play the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. I mean, <laughs> it's not looking too hot for them right now, I'd say. Uh, we'll start out here with alex yeah you said it normally you know we were talking about it earlier buy low sell high is generally the rule of thumb in nfl betting um obviously teams get overvalued when they're on a hot streak 
and other teams that are on a cold streak get devalued um, by the public market generally too much in one direction or the, or the other. However, I will continue to ride this Bengals train until it fails me. 19 and 3 ATS in the last 22. PB, as you said it, that is the definition of a wagon. They're wagon. Uh, I mean, that is, you are up major units if you bet the last 22 Bengals spreads. So I'm going to take that until the wheels fall off. Bengals minus three and a half. Um, the hook there does scare me a little bit. This is a game that I would expect the line to be a little bigger. And so the fact that it's sitting right above a field goal, the most important number in NFL betting, is a little scary, but I think that uh, Joey Burrow's got enough in the tank. Um, to propel them to a four or more point win. Yeah, we'll see what he's got this week. Obviously, Chase is be the only guy there yep. as a receiver, but, you know, Chase is quite the weapon. But, yep. Nick, what do you got for us? Well, if you're calling the Bengals red hot, we're heading to the red hot ranch. Shout out to all my uh, Chicago listeners there, probably the only ones who know that restaurant, but World famous hot dogs for uh, those who don't know. Uh, Bengals are going to be my lock of the week. Shout out. Um, you know, it's a, it's a story of fire and ice here. We got the hottest <laughs> team in the NFL with the Bengals and the coldest team in the NFL with the Buccaneers. They're in full collapse mode. Um, you know, Tom Brady is probably regretting everything right now. Uh, you know, probably should have made that move to Miami when he had the chance. So, um, yeah, I, I think this one's a no-brainer. It doesn't make much sense to me why it's only three points. So, you know, not going to overthink this I think it's because of Higgins and Boyd being out. That's yeah. why, I think. Yeah, but you still have Jamar Chase. Mixon's back healthy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, DJ Reader, my gosh, that guy just that put a smacking on the Browns last week. Yeah. He he shut down Nick Chubb, who I consider the best running back in the NFL. The Bengals' defense is, is no and joke. I'm telling you. Yeah, so if – Tom Brady thinks he's going to, you know, ride Leonard Fournette's dusty wheels anymore. Like <laughs> it's just not going to work against DJ reader. Like that, that guy put on a Dama Kong Sue in his prime type performance last week. So um, yeah, I'm all over the Bengals who nation. Give me the lock. All right. I, I, I feel like this is a game that the Bengals slip. I, I, they're not in Get my, out of here. they're not in my picks this week because of that hook and just losing two weapons and yeah. the back secondary is decent, but you know, yeah, yeah I'm not picking in terms them, but of I, injuries, I would, the, yeah. but these teams are going in opposite directions. That's uh, yeah, that's really yeah, true. Bucks defense getting Antoine Winfield jr. Back changes a whole lot on, on that front, especially yeah. with a Jamar chase, but I, yeah, I think it's, they, they could be able to put the clamps on. Chase. I just don't think I don't think the Bucks can put up the points to keep up here. I just don't. You know, well, that's one thing. But like, you know, how many times Brady's <clears throat> missed like a wide open Mike Evans this year? Like, yeah. I, the, the TD regressions, it's gonna, it's gonna. Come yeah, to I would say he's Mike overthrowing is. them too. Like, you'd expect yeah. the forty-five-year-old to like. We've yeah. seen it a countless times, right? In like recent history, Roethlisberger. Um, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, oh, yeah. Drew Brees, like they just like you lose the arm strength. Like he's overthrowing guys still. It's insane. But like you're right, he's missing a lot of yeah. like makeable 
passes that he would have hit in the past. I think that also has to do with a lot of the offensive line, his uncertainty of like, yeah, my blinds, like I have to get this yeah. ball faster and he's not being as accurate. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could point to the offense too, but at the same time, like people even coming in midway through this year, were like, Oh, bucks run defense. You, you know, don't play against them. And like they're best in the league. We're seeing guys like Deontay Foreman put up like 150 yards against them. Like they're getting shredded on the ground. That's throwing off their whole defensive strategy so there's just nothing going right for them yeah levante david's injury has killed them yeah yeah well next we got the giants going to play the commanders this game i would say more than any other game this week uh has the most playoff implications on the like on the nfc side especially but like whoever wins and loses this game, that can really be the because they tied last time, and one of these teams is like most likely going to make the playoffs as one of those last teams in, and so uh, big big game here. So with that being said, Corey, what do you have for us? This is a very interesting game. Um, like what you just laid out right there, I I like the Giants here on the road plus four and a half. Oh yeah. Um, but so Washington is, where is this stat? They're one and five ATS when playing at home the last six against the giants. But on the other side, the giants are, Oh, what was this stat? I don't know. I can't find the stat. It lost me. Um, but so like the trends are in the giants favor. Um, both these teams are coming off, you know, big win streaks. Washington, I just don't think Tyler or Taylor Heineke is that guy. And I think it kind of falls apart here at the end. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I like what Dable has going and what he had going with the Giants. And they kind of cooled off here in the last couple of games. Um, you know, they're, they're not scoring as many points as they were. You know, they weren't, they're, they don't really have that many offensive weapons on the outside. I mean, Darius Slayton, I mean, is your best receiving option when you have like, you have the highest paid wide receiver room in the NFL, which is so crazy to even think about. Like you can only name a couple of the receivers, um, you know, and her, and, you know, they lost, um, you know, they don't have Shepard. They don't have, I mean, Shepard's been out. They have Wendell Robinson. He's out now. I mean, so they've lost a lot of key weapons, but they still have Saquon. And Saquon has kind of regressed here. And Washington has one of the better run defenses in the NFL. Um, but I think this is just, you know, a battle of the coaches. And nothing against Ron Rivera. I think he's a good coach. I just, I like Dable more. And I think that, you know, the players play better for Dable than they do play for the Washington Commanders. Um, so give me the Giants here, you know, plus the four. And I, I honestly, I think they do win this game. I, I like a money line as well here. I love it. pick. I love it. And yep. if this, I actually love the slate in general. There was more picks in this that I didn't get to. Maybe I'll put it on the card at the end. But this was one that like didn't make my top five. But like I absolutely love that pick, especially the Giants money line side. Um. All right, last game of the week monday night football we got baker coming off of that win you know prime time just gets thrown in like he didn't even play the first drive right no 
Yeah, he just gets thrown in there like a second drive, barely knows the playbook. That okay. was saying. Hang there on. Was, go ahead, go we, ahead. That is the most impressive thing I've seen. Yes. An NFL player do in a very, very long time. It was it's insane. Yeah, you know, he got I mean, it. Baker Mayfield's amazing. Let's they were saying it. okay. They, Nick, they go were ahead. saying your pick. They were saying that they were giving the wide receivers literally just like numbers. They were like run two. Like yeah. they were like assigning routes to like literally a one through ten number because yeah. like I mean, still absolutely unreal. Anyways, Nick, go ahead. Before before Nick gives his pick, I just want to say we could find clips from other episodes of the show where Nick is talking about when when Baker was on the Panthers and he's taking the opposing side and he's like, well, let's face it, Baker Mayfield's a quarterback on the I guarantee <laughs> there's countless clips of it. So Nick, go ahead with your pick. But my gosh, you're gonna you put just... me on the spot like that after yes. just exposing me. Yes, I will. <laughs> my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Well, that's a dead giveaway. I'm going with uh the Rams <laughs> plus seven. That's it. Baker Mayfield. What, what, what more it. do you need? It's just Baker Mayfield. That's that's oh the God. that's the analysis. Okay. Well, I'll give you some better analysis with the Packers minus seven. This is going to be like the coldest game the Rams have like played like ever. Like well, like in the last I don't know thirty years. Baker was born in the cold. Okay. <laughs> so that's just one point. Two. Baker folds under pressure. Like completely collapses under pressure. Like we're talking like when the defense is bringing pressure, not just like, oh, it's his first start with the Rams coming in and he's pressure. No, I feel like he had no pressure in that game. Like he went out there and he's just like, well, I barely know the playbook. I'm just going to go out and start slinging it. I'm talking about the Packers are going to bring a ton of pressure and he's going to have not much time to pass the ball with his dumpster bin of receivers. And He's going to just, I mean, the Packers are just going to obliterate the Rams this game. They still have a horrible offensive line. The Packers defense still fairly good. Uh, I mean, take alternate spreads of the Packers in this spot, like closer to 10, just get it like closer to 10. Yeah. So what happens when Baker Mayfield wakes up feeling dangerous? I don't care how he wakes up feeling. He's not dangerous. And <laughs> yes, he's, he is. He's, no, he's not. And he, he's going to career. He is totally, you know, he embraced Cleveland's mentality so much back against the wall. That's when the guy does the best. You put him in there on three days notice to, you know, go and win a game. What did he do? He went and won the game. All right. Well, this is ever ever since college, he was counted out, you know, stepped in at at Oklahoma Heisman winner. He was a pl- people forget he was a play or two away from from knocking we Patrick Mahomes out of their Super Bowl more, run year. Spend more time Plays talking away. about and it was people forget Chad Any who beat him. People do Why people do forget. We should never people have forget. to speak about this guy in the NFL playing. An oh, NFL we should. Game I'm going to keep bringing again. him up ever, ever again. And this game will just prove like, wow, what are we thinking? <laughs> Why would we ever think he's good just because that one performance? He <laughs> is going to just one get performance. Yes, so one year, performance he did, he did, this year. He was elite for one season. And the okay. other couple seasons wasn't in the right system. We can't. We can't. Him we, and McVay are going to make magic. Nick, I'm we can't it do now. this. Clip it. We could save it yeah, in the archives. Clip this, please. Clip this. It's going to be. <laughs> Yo, chat, chat. McVay, McVay and Baker Mayfield is going to be the new Bill and Tom. All right, please I'm just clip kidding. this. Please right, no, clip this. You can edit that out. <laughs> 
<laughs> you did hear it here first. We're bleeping it out. We're yeah, just going to put you, a bleep over did it. did hear it first, and we lost all credibility because of that statement. <laughs> it was a joke. I'm just kidding. I'm not going that far. All right. Well, that's how we're going to – I can't believe to end this show on Baker Mayfield. But I love you know. how mad PB gets. Oh, God, it kills me. <laughs> there's like there's like three or four quarterbacks in the league that just make you so insanely mad yes. and it cracks me the hell no up. it makes it doesn't the baker mayfield doesn't make me mad it's the fact that people like nick think <laughs> that he's so good and then or and then and then realize oh wait he's not that good and then one performance he's right back on the train he's right back or Corey or are you still holding Corey a grudge because the rams I, just destroy your super bowl hopes like five years ago, you're still okay. holding a grudge. No, Corey Baker, and Nick, Baker for see. the win, and uh, for the count. Yeah, that's it. We we have to stop this. This video is over. Uh, thank you for watching. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>